fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. You're darn right, it's the Voice of Reason. Welcome into the program. It is a midweek celebration, the post-post Monday, the pre-pre-Friday, and we are rocking and rolling. It has been one heck of a day, and it's great to have you hanging out with us today on a Wednesday, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country, radio and TV. Plus, we have the live stream going and the podcast as well. You can find us all over social media on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn, on OurFreedomBook.com as well, and Parlor. all of them at Hoosier Reason. And you can find us all right there, plus the website at HoosierReason.com. We have a heck of a show lined up for you today. I'm really pumped. I'm really excited. We have, again, trying to cram as much in as we can as quickly as we can and because there's a lot to get to so your millennial general reporting for duty today coming up at the bottom of the hour bill jasper he's got a new piece out of the new american he'll be joining us in live in just a little bit so looking forward to that one i have to admit i've had a pretty awesome day been able to rock it out got uh, i feel very productive today it's been a productive day operationally and uh, doing my normal duties as well. Plus, got a little bit of a daddy-daughter day as Little Voice of Reason been hanging out in the studio with me today as well. And I have to admit, it's pretty cool because so we've been getting done with the work stuff. And she did her online classes and did everything, which, you know, in online classes are the online classes. But as she's been kind of hanging out today, she drew a picture and I'm going to show it for if you're watching the, some of the video feeds and you have to kind of enjoy it. But it is officially, oh yeah, it's a heart, but it says Donald Trump. Yeah, Donald Trump. It's a heart inside there and it's Donald Trump's hair on the top of it. I know. So go over that other microphone real quick. Say hi to everybody. I think cheesy or not, I don't really care, but Little Voice of Reason is in the studio rocking. Little Voice of Reason, are you there? Hi. Hi. Now... Why'd you draw a picture of Donald Trump? Are you missing Donald Trump already? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll get Donald Trump back, right? You think so? Yeah. yeah. How old are you now? Six. Six? All right. There we go. Little voice of reason. Hanging out with us today. That's what I'm talking about. Great to have you along for the ride today. Uh, you can email me, who's your media network at gmail.com. You can leave me the comments all over social media. Plus, you can... Uh, join us just with the streaming as you do every single day. Uh, I'm very frustrated with a few bits, which is why we had to start off on a little bit more of a positive note, because there are some stupid things going on in the world, obviously. I mean, Joe Biden's in office, right? So I guess that just kind of sums it up right there. Uh, and I don't know where to start here. I honestly don't know where to start. There's a California bill trying to shut down law enforcement because if they're conservative or Christian in any way, shape, or form, they would have to be relieved of duty from their law enforcement agencies. I want to talk about that. At the same time, there's an immigration policy that came out today, which I think is where we're going to start in our What's Trending segment for the day if it uh, wants to work. Oh, here it is. Yeah. What's trending today? So the headline today, the Joe Biden administration came out and officially said that Kamala Harris is going to head up the immigration issue, the crisis that's not really a crisis at the border. According to them, it's not a crisis. It is. They just don't want to admit it. Kamala Harris going to be heading up the 
leadership of the immigration. According to CNBC, that uh, Vice President Harris will oversee the efforts to resolve problems at the U.S.-Mexico border. They're not crises, it's just a problem. Now, I find this ironic because this is, number one, completely unconstitutional. Number two, it's really stupid. But it makes sense because Joe Biden doesn't know how to handle anything. He really can't handle a whole lot because he's got his dementia. He's trying to struggle just to stay on his feet for a couple of minutes at a time. And he doesn't know what he's actually talking about. So he needs someone else to handle this issue. They're starting, while they say it's not a crisis, they're handing over duties to the vice president to handle a crisis like Donald Trump did with the vice president for the coronavirus task force. But there's some major differences here, are there not? Number one, do we even remember what the role of the vice president of the United States is? Do we even remember? According to Senate.gov, other than to secede the presidency upon the death or resignation of a president, a vice president's only constitutional duty is to preside over the Senate. Vice presidents cannot vote in the Senate except to break a tie, nor may they be formally addressed in the Senate except with the senator's permission. That's it. They are there to take over as president just in case, just in case something weird happens, and they preside over the Senate. That's it. That's the duties of the vice president of the United States. Now, obviously, they have other tasks, but and they try and help promote certain things, and they do so, and they do some diplomatic work, a little, but to handle an international foreign policy crisis is the president of the United States' duty. That's what they're supposed to do. Now, Andy, you can't say it's unconstitutional and then still talk about the the, the task force from Donald Trump and, and Mike Pence. Yes, we can, because are there not differences there? Mike Pence handled it with Congress and with the agencies that are under the executive branch for a domestic issue to produce different uh, ventilators, to get the masks out, to get the vaccine out, to talk about interstate commerce with regulating between all of them, which is really a Senate duty as well. But it's really a presidential and executive action to work with the different administrations or to the uh, agencies and the bureaucracies, to work with them, to work with the different states, to plan, to strategize and to make things actually happen. That was a duty that Donald Trump put onto Mike Pence, and he did a phenomenal job. Totally legal and totally constitutional. This, on the other hand, he literally wants Kamala Harris to sit there and make the phone calls to Mexico and say, hey, please stop sending people up through your country. He wants them, he wants Kamala Harris to make the phone calls to Guatemala and all these other, Venezuela and all these other countries and say, please stop sending people up here. That's unconstitutional. You can't be doing that. That's illegal. You're not allowed to do that. But it really shows the signs that that Joe Biden's really incapable of handling some of these issues. And it's quite frustrating to me. I mean, that's kind of like allowing Joe Biden to run the dementia ward of the retirement home. You can't do it. And it doesn't make any sense. Because you need a leader to actually handle this for one, which she's not capable of being because she's very progressive. And if it was up to her, she'd be saying, don't even worry about the buildings down there. Don't even worry about the border. Don't even worry about the wall. Just come on in and do whatever the heck you want to, because that's her very progressive left wing policy. So where does she get off trying to say that? Well, I'm going to handle this now because Joe Biden can't. What the hell is Joe Biden doing? And he's president of the United States. Yeah, and he doesn't take any calls. He doesn't take any uh, press conferences. He doesn't take any questions. He doesn't do anything other than fly around and talk about how bad Donald Trump was. And he tries to spend money and then practice writing a signature on certain bills. That's, a, that's all he's been doing. What the heck is he good for? We knew this was coming, though.
I mean, is it honestly really surprising that it was going to happen? We knew this was coming. We knew that Joe Biden would not be able to handle the duties of the United States presidency, which is why we fought so hard to say, wait a second, he's not uh, able, capable and able of doing so. And we know that Kamala Harris is going to take over soon. So why not start her on the diplomacy on foreign policy here now? Because that way she can slide right in when she's president of the United States. Unfortunately, because it makes me cringe just thinking about something like that. So we knew it was coming. We knew this would happen at some point. But it's frustrating because as of right now, it's unconstitutional. It's illegal. And you can't be doing something like this. Now, when we do the transition, she's going to be in a better spot. So I guess she's more up and up on what's going on. I guess. But right now, they're trying to give her more duties. If you've noticed, Joe Biden has not done a single press conference at all, really. But the times that he has been in front of a camera and made some type of statement, she is always behind him. Always behind him. Watching him. Just watching. Just glancing over his shoulders, watching to see what he's going to do. Waiting for him to trip down the stairs and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I guess I just need to stand in front of the microphone now. You know that's going to happen. You know that's what she's been doing. I've never seen a vice president be so in front of the public as what Kamala Harris has. Now, Vice President Mike Pence was very much in front of the public. He did go on speaking engagements. He toured around the state. He toured around the country. We knew what he was doing because he was promoting the Trump agenda, but he wasn't doing it for Trump. He was doing it along with Trump, which is what the vice president's supposed to be doing. Not her who's just standing back in the corner staring at him, staring and watching waiting for him to trip down the podium. Oops, I'm terribly sorry. I guess I need to think. <laughs> oh, man, it drives me nuts, but that's where we're at right now. At the same time, as you know, with the shootings that's going on uh, across the country, with the Georgia shooting that happened a couple days or a week or so ago, the Colorado shooting that happened just a couple days ago as well, um, the that's taken precedence over the media. That is now the top priority, the number one priority for the media is that. Now, we've forgotten the fact that as we interview certain elected officials that are doing tours down at the southern border and we talk about immigration, we seem to forget the fact that we have buildings that you know have a 700-person capacity and they're sitting at like 3,000 people in these buildings, and we're not talking about it. Where the media is not allowed to go into these certain venues and actually do interviews or actually take film, they're not allowed to because Joe Biden literally said, come on up and, and come into our country, and now we can't do anything about it, and we can't look at it, we can't talk about it, we can't see it, we can't interview them, we can't do a single thing anywhere because that's their agenda. They don't want them to know. They don't want the media to focus. So, you know, again, you talk about coincidence with what's going on with some of the mainstream media. It makes sense as we have a serious crisis at the border and we put an extreme left progressive at the head of it with Vice President Kamala Harris. And yet we don't even look and see what's going on at these detention facilities or, or whatever the heck you want to call them, refugee centers. I don't know what you call them. Uh, they were in concentration camps under AOC and Ilan, uh, Ilhan Omar. They were concentration camps, and they were drinking out of toilets. Now they're just rehabilitation centers for illegal immigrants who just need help. They're dreamers that just need a safe place. So I guess we've changed the uh, messaging there as well. But the media completely avoiding it, and even the media is starting to recognize. I thought the media would kind of back off, and I have to give them credit a little bit, a little bit for actually coming out and calling them out on some of their shenanigans with what they're doing. Biden aims to prevent border crossings from swamping media. That's from the Associated Press. 
They don't want this to be the mainstream media talking point right now. We need to shift gears a little bit and talk about something else like a shooting and the gun bills that are coming out. And we need to play clips of Kamala Harris saying, we're not taking your guns away. <laughs> That's really what they're trying to promote. And they play this clip over and over. And now I think I've heard on the radio, I think I've heard that clip probably 10 different times today from the mainstream media and from the headlines from the news sources coming out saying Kamala Harris doesn't want to take your firearms away. It's just common sense gun reform. We just need to ban the AR-15s and take away anything else that a quote-unquote assault rifle. That's the mainstream talking point, right? which guess what? It's not going to go anywhere and people aren't going to stand for it. So get people more irate with gun confiscation than they are with illegal immigration and see how well it works for you. I think they're starting to realize and this is my honest opinion, they're really starting to realize that as they're going down the progressive agenda, like hardcore, what the media wanted, what Bernie Sanders wanted, what Kamala Harris wanted, what the mainstream Democrats wanted was the extreme left, crazy radical progressive agenda, that as they're starting to go down that road, they're realizing that the farther they go, the more they're shooting themselves in the foot. They talk about immigration. It's really upsetting people because it's even upsetting their own party. Their own party wants them to be released. They even realize they can't do that now. You talk about firearms to distract from that, and you get people really riled up with the firearms as well, and you can't talk about that anymore either because even now the Asian community that was concerned about their hate crimes against Asian Americans, they're now purchasing firearms. The black community has been purchasing firearms. The Hispanic community is purchasing firearms. The LGBTQ community is purchasing firearms. So no matter what direction you go, trying to say, look over here, look at the great progressive things we're doing. It's only angering people and now the media has kind of twisted themselves in knots on how to handle it, saying it's a good thing, but we need to report it in a negative light because that's all we know how to do. It's a fun day, isn't it? Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. Helping you defend and preserve this great republic. 
You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a post-post Monday, the pre-pre-Friday celebration, the midweek, the greatest day of the entire week. Yes, I said it. Welcome back in radio and TV. Plus, we have the live stream podcast thereafter as well. As always, uh, real quickly, the bill, I do want to get to this because I don't want it to go under the radar because this is how ridiculous we've gone in the woke crowd, in the complete just shut down I don't like you, in very vague terms. Remember, this is a war on words at the end of the day. It's a war on words, what the definitions of words actually mean, and when they can change things on their own the way they want to at any point, then it's a concern. You're not an illegal alien. You're a dreamer. You're Oh, okay, well, you're a dreamer. That's a positive light. That's You know what? They are victims. They are dreamers. They are victims and dreamers, and we just need to take care of them. So, therefore, we just need to cram 4,000 people into 700-person building uh, at a capacity of 700 and then see how well that actually works out. And we need to spend money to take care and, and do everything. And, oh, by the way, COVID testing? Pfft. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. You're not allowed to fly on a plane unless you actually prove you've taken the shot or you have a negative test, but we can just let people into the country. Doesn't make any sense. It's all the war on words. For example, for example, what does extremist mean to you? Now, we've had this conversation before because the left means anybody that's conservative or Republican or Donald Trump supporter, you're an extremist, you're a radical, you're a crazy person. And they want to ban you from law enforcement if you are part of that realm in any way, shape, or form. According to TheFederalist.com, a new bill introduced by the California State Assembly would prohibit police officers from serving if they have used arbitrarily defined, quote-unquote, hate speech or affiliated with a hate group, is what the bill actually says. Now, here's the crazy part. Here's their definition uh, you know, the reason that they did it, it's called the California Law Enforcement Accountability Reform Act, the CLEAR Act. And they're doing it to combat, quote, the infiltration of extremists in our law enforcement agencies. The bill defines hate speech, which is where it comes down to. What does hate speech actually mean? They define hate speech as, quote, advocating or supporting the denial of constitutional rights of the genocide of, or violence towards any group person based on upon race, ethnicity, nationality, religion, gender, gender identity, sexual orientation, or disability. What does that actually mean? If you're Christian and you go to church and you don't believe in the LGBTQ lifestyle and you don't believe in a same-sex marriage in your church, a contract with the government's totally different thing than opposed to actually having it done in your church, and we need to define that. If you don't believe it in your church because you don't believe in that thing as a sanctity thing, for example... You're part of the hate speech. You are now part of a hate group that is advocating or supporting of the denial of constitutional rights in their mind. Therefore, if you're a Christian and you want to be in law enforcement, you would not be allowed to be in law enforcement or you need to be booted if this law would pass. If you are a conservative and you believe that sometimes war needs to happen in order to keep this country safe because there is a threat against domestic terrorism or terrorism abroad, then you would be supporting the genocide or violence towards any group or nationality or race or religion. You are part of a hate group as a conservative, and therefore you wouldn't be allowed to be in law enforcement. It's such a vague, ridiculous, stupid term that even the senior senior staff attorney of the Pacific Justice Institute said that it's so broad that it would just be nothing but just shredding the Constitution and attacking anyone who's uh, conservative or Christian in any way, shape, or form. That's where we're at in California. And other laws want to be implemented. Remember now, too, Kamala Harris, Vice President of the United States, 
was the attorney general for California. She's the one that set the stage for all of this to happen in California. This is the mindset that they want to implement at the federal level across the entire nation. We don't like hate speech and we don't like hate groups and we want to get along and just sing kumbaya and hold hands together. But if you're conservative, if you're Republican, if you're a Trump supporter, if you're religious, if you're Christian, then you are the bigoted, close-minded jerk and we have the right to absolutely abuse you, to cancel you out of society, not just on social media, but cancel you out of society completely because we don't like you. It's where we're at right now. And that bill is sitting in the state legislature in California. Bill Jasper coming up when we come up after the break here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, darn right, you're all. Welcome back into The Voice of Reason. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Radio and TV, plus we have the live stream as well coming up here. All over the place. You can find us on Hoosier Reason on all of our social media, plus the website at HoosierReason.com. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the... Millennial Generation, one radio listener at a time. And as we are working on, uh, we had Bill Jasper. Let me see if I can get him back on the line with us here. As live radio is a beautiful thing. There we go. All right, welcome back in. Uh, You can email me, network at gmail.com. You can... Uh, shoot me a message all over the social media as well. I don't know what's going on. They're not able to get him, so we may have to bump that just for a minute, which is okay because we got plenty to talk about, but we'll get him back on the program. It was going to be a really interesting conversation as well. Pushing the Great Reset is his great latest piece out of the New American, uh, thenewamerican.com, and you can see all of the, uh, the all the pieces there, which we've had a lot of guests from the New American on there because there's some really great information I think we need to have a discussion on. But... Uh, Pushing the Great Reset, are we coming to a Great Reset? Which I think we really are. The Great Reset is really going to be the latest. Nope, hold on. I don't know why that's still, that's weird. Anyways, the Great Reset is what's going to be coming because either we're going to go one of two directions. We're either going to have the direction of, see, I don't know why that's, uh, hold on. So we have beeping in the background, and I don't know why, but that's quite okay. Um, Anyways, we have 
two different directions we can go in this nation. We had the Great Reset, where we can go towards the new establishment, new world order, which is the direction that Joe Biden really wants to go, and he's written about it a long time ago. I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but as a senator just, oh, I don't know, back in the 70s, 80s, 90s, he wrote about how, quote, I learned to love the new world order. Now he has the opportunity to implement said new world order, and that's what he's trying to do. At the same time, right before this, we had the breakdown of the new world order with uh, Donald Trump as president and what we're trying to do with this conservative movement and this conservative populist movement trying to promote the uh, tearing down of the quote-unquote new world order, if that's what you want to call it, this big establishment centralized government from the country or from the world and actually going back to the local level, which is the way things need to be. The Great Reset, what direction are we actually going to go? So we'll talk with him about that. We'll try and get him on here on the show in just a little bit. But I want to shift gears a little bit as well because I I meant to talk about this a couple days ago and I just didn't get a chance to do so. But according to MarketWatch, I'm sure you've heard the news as you're working to try and file your taxes that your tax deadline to file has actually been delayed from April 15th to the middle of May. I'm not quite sure why, but it has been. Now, what they say is because they've done some issues that I have a serious beef with, and I do not like the fact that you can do retroactive changes to tax law and actually push it back. Imagine this for a second. We passed the COVID-19 package, the $1.9 trillion COVID-19 package, the greatest progressive thing in the history of the United States. It just spent a whole bunch of money on everything. It did a whole bunch of environmental garbage. It gave everybody extended benefits for unemployment and all this other stuff. And it's frustrating that we've had to deal with said bill, but we have. And the fact that now we didn't just do it, but we did it retroactively, which means that now we're in the middle of tax filing season. People start filing taxes really about the end of, or beginning of February once they get their W-2s and they fill out everything or W-9s or whatever it is. I don't remember. W-9s, I think. Uh, once they get their tax work, they can start filing taxes, which means we've already been about a month into tax season. And then they pass this and they change the tax law to where everybody that's filed so far now has to get it changed. Now, the reason they did it was because they wanted to give individuals more tax credits. Okay, fine. But it brings up a deeper issue. At least to me, it does. There's a deeper issue with tax filings and doing it retroactively because they actually did it here in the state of Kansas a couple years ago. Was they did a tax increase. But because the state budget was short, they did a retroactive tax increase, meaning that businesses that have actually planned for the year, knew the tax laws, tried to set their budget for the year, tried to set their expenditures for the year, tried to set their advertisements for the year and their expenses and their, you know, their income, what they had to hit their net revenues, all their, they had their entire plan for their year, for their business. They had to change because it was literally going into June and July. And they said, oh, by the way, we did a retroactive tax increase that went back to the beginning of the year from January, which means now you owe taxes when we file for the next year because you didn't pay that. You're going to pay the difference between those. If the government's allowed to do that, then when are they going to do it nationwide? Now, they did it here to do tax laws because they want the additional tax credit, the $3,600 per child. Uh, that they're going to pay you, by the way, and actually be able to put on there to write off on your taxes. And they started that one as the retroactiveness. So they did it in a positive light here. But at what point are they going to say, like what's coming up next with the tax increases, and say, you know, we need more money. We didn't quite have enough. The economy didn't grow nearly as what we expected, which is, by the way, planned. And we'll talk about that in a second. 
but it didn't grow quite as what we needed. We lost more revenue than what we thought. We need to do a tax increase, which they're already planning on doing, but we're going to do it retroactively to businesses, to individuals. Oh, and I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to happen. It's a legitimate thing, and there's nothing we can do about it. Now, at what point, when you purchase an item, you go to a store, and you buy a, I don't know, you buy a couch. You buy a couch and you spend $2,000 on the couch. I don't know what a couch is worth. We're just throwing numbers out here. And you purchase it. You get it home. And then they call you up a month later and they say, by the way, we increased the price on that couch. You need to pay an additional $400. Wait, what? No, I, I already bought it. I'm, I'm using it. It's here. No, no, no. You need to pay more on it because the price went up for it, so we actually need to retroactively charge you. So you need to pay an additional $400 for that couch after you already purchased it. You've already been at home. You've been enjoying it. You've been sitting on it. That's exactly what the government's doing. Now, is it constitutional? No, it's not constitutional. Is it legal? No, it's not legal. But the government feels they can do whatever the hell that they want to do when they're in a bind because they want to raise taxes on the rich. They want to ta- raise taxes on everybody for us to be equally poor, which is another discussion. But while we look at the constitutionality of retroactiveness for the goodies, throw the bone out there, now they're going to say, oh, wait, the economy's not doing well. We need to extend the unemployment benefits. We need to raise taxes. We need to get some more revenue in because the government is the number one priority. The government is the number one priority. And it's all planned. It's all staged. We know it. It's coming. When you sink $1.9 trillion into an economy, you know that it's not going to boost the economy in any way, shape, or form. It's going to maintain it. It's going to create a bubble, and it's going to burst really quick, which is what their plan is, which is why they're spending and looking at another $3 trillion bill for stimulus or for economic stimulus is what the next bill actually looks like. Uh, Biden team preparing a $3 trillion new spending for the economy. What would this one actually do? According to MSN.com, after months of internal debate, Mr. Biden's advisors are expected to present their spending proposal to the president and congressional leaders this week, as well as begin the outreach to industry and labor groups. Mr. Biden's National Climate Advisor discussed the infrastructure plans. Yeah, it's an infrastructure bill. And their role in combating climate change with their meeting with oil and gas industry executives. $3 trillion. Now, to put that into perspective, and we've mentioned the numbers before, In the first five months of the fiscal year, from October of last year to February, we spent two or we spent one trillion dollars above record tax revenue coming into the federal government. A trillion dollars. It was set a record for five months. First five months of the fiscal year, we're a trillion dollars in debt with a deficit. Then we spend a one point nine trillion dollar package, two trillion dollars. That brings it up to three trillion dollars that we are in debt as a deficit for one single fiscal year. Now they're looking at literally just taking all of that and doubling it with a $3 trillion package for stimulus into the economy. And it's supposed to put regulations on the oil and gas industry. It's supposed to create all this green new garbage by creating the the, the, the electric cars and all the other stuff that they're trying to do. It puts caps on certain other industries and infrastructure and manufacturing as well. And then it says it just injects it into the economy. Now, if we learned anything from the Biden or from the Obama administration, that that doesn't work. Andy, the economy is going up. No, it wasn't going up. It was a false creation of an economy 
by lowering the value of the dollar, creating inflation, and the bubble burst. And then, thank God, Donald Trump came in and said, before right off the bat, I'm going to cut taxes and I'm going to cut regulation, and the economy soared and we had the largest recovery. But under the Barack Obama time, we had the slowest recovery from any recession in American history. And now all of a sudden they're thinking this is going to be a good idea. We just do $6 trillion, spend it all, inject it into the economy, and it, all of a sudden it's going to work. We've never, ever been that far deep in a hole as what we're going into right now. And that's their plan. Because if you look at the time frame on where they expend, extended the unemployment benefits, if you look at the time frame to do the additional three dollars $400 a week for unemployment benefits because of COVID, doing the... Child tax credits going through this year and possibly next year as well. But all of the deadlines they put for the unemployment, for the uh, for the stimulus, everything goes up to September. When does the fiscal year end? They're going to get to the summer. And they're going to look at the economy. And it's supposed to grow. They're projecting like a 7 or 8 or 9% GDP growth in a quarter, this quarter. I don't think that's going to happen. And what they're going to say is, oh, my we set our projections too high. We don't think the economy is coming back as quickly as possible. We need to extend the benefits. We need to spend more money. We need to inject more money into the system. We need to raise the minimum wage. We need to do da 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 And guess what? With the progressive numbers they have on both chambers and the presidency, they're going to do it. This is their plan to destroy the economy, but do it in stages to where they inject it, they mess it up just a little bit. They put the projections a little bit too high and then say, oh, it didn't work. I don't know why it didn't work. I don't know what's going on. The economy's not doing what we planned it to do. It's the strategy. Mark my words here on The Voice Reason. Write it down because today on March 24th, we made that prediction. It's going to happen six months later. Got to take a break. Wrap up the show today on a Wednesday. Stay here on The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back, and we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. Helping you defend and preserve this great republic.
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Welcome back into The Voice of Reason, the fastest hour of radio on radio, radio and TV. Plus, we have live streaming and podcasting. We have more affiliates about ready to jump on board as well. More information on that here very soon. We are getting closer, by the way, to the end of the month, which means we have our newsletter coming out. If you have not signed up, which we get more people signing up every month, which is awesome. Thank you so much. We love you guys. Go to HoosierReason.com. No, I am Hoosier, H-O-O-S-E-R, Reason.com. You'll see the pop-up come up, say, do you want to become a Hoosier-holic? You say, yeah, because we got a heck of a lot of Hoosier-holics now, and we'll send out our monthly newsletter. We will not spam you. We will not send a whole bunch of emails. It'll be totally free. We just send our monthly newsletter. We have our blog on there with our uh, my monthly thoughts on topical issues talk about guests we've had on the show guests we're going to have on the show uh new things with the month with like civic holidays for the upcoming month we'll have information on the show with the voice of reason as we're going nationwide all over the place as we talk about the hoosier media network and some of the other programs that you can enjoy there podcasting wise it's all right there at hoosierreason.com make sure you can go and check it out and we appreciate that very much all right well, i think we got some of the technical issues figured out uh, i love live radio love it most people crumble crumble under the uh, the lack of planning that happens at some point in live talk radio. But I love it, and uh, I'm so glad to have this guy on. We're going to get him on for a more extended session a little bit later because this is a very hot topic, and I think, it, to me at least, it's extremely fascinating. Uh, it is the latest piece on uh, the New American. You can find the New American online as well. Um, but the Great Reset, pushing the Great Reset is the latest piece from the man himself, Bill Jasper, with us. Bill, how are you, my friend? Doing well, thank you, and thank you for persisting and following through there, fighting through all the technological uh, jungle. We love technology. Can't live with it, can't live without it, right? That's right. That's right. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, I want to get you on for a more extended session because we're short on time now, but pushing the Great Reset, as as I kind of teased in the last segment, it's coming. There's such a diverse polarization of politics between the Donald Trump, America first, localized government, localized control, getting, you know, going back to federalism the way things were supposed to be. And then the complete 180 that we've had now with the Kamala Harris and the Joe Biden uh, in a few minutes. Talk about this great reset. What the heck's going on in the country right now? Well, that, that's exactly the, the, the subject of our our cover story. I wrote uh, two cover stories for the New American on this. Uh, Joe Biden pushing the Great Reset, and uh, you're right. Uh, it's a 180. He's trying to undo, trying to reverse everything that Donald Trump did in the last four years, and so that's why he came right out of the uh, starting gate with all of his executive orders, issuing more executive orders than all of the past presidents, uh, going back several presidents. Uh, he's trying to uh, completely change the whole structure of the United States to transform it, which is the word they use, and that's what the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset, they're talking about transforming the whole world politically, socially, economically, uh, uh, spiritually, morally. And they they believe that 
uh, the World Economic Forum, which is all these billionaires in, uh, from China, from the U.S., etc., yeah. who are globalists. They believe in world government. They want they they are the brilliant angelic beings who are going to lead us into this new world order. So they want to change everything, and that means the U.S. Constitution, all our separation of powers, checks and balances, all of that has to go. And that's what uh, Joe Biden, who is is no power in and of himself, he is simply the puppet for these puppeteers, and he's pushing forward with this. We see all the disaster that's happening all around us on uh, on migration. The the multiple crises of migration on our border, humanitarian crisis, national security crisis, economic, political, social crises that are all involved just on the border, destroying the border. They want to do away with borders. That's part of the Great Reset. The racial polarization. Uh, you know, he came in saying he wanted to bring unity. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was such a lie. He's been pushing everything to, he says, he's going to get rid of, root out systemic racism. Yeah. So he's polarizing everyone uh, along racial lines. And then the COVID uh, dictatorship, that, that uh, that's all a big part of the Great Reset from the World Economic Forum. Uh, that's one of the things that uh, they put front and center, the, the, the COVID uh, pandemic, a worldwide lockdown, and they're combining that with all the global warming alarmism. Yeah. Uh, so they, they want to control everything, economically, politically, socially. It's, ah, ah, the tease. The tease, we're just getting started. We got so much to talk about, Bill. I, I want to get you on for a full hour because I think that would be a great conversation to talk about some of this. So let's do that here real soon. Can we do that? Be glad to do that, yeah. I, I, would, I would love to do that because there's a lot to get to and there's so many things that I want to go after, but we're, we're out of time. Bill Jasper, the new American, you can find his piece there, uh, Pushing the Great Reset. We'll do that here on a little bit on the show. Until then, that does it for us. Our podcast going up a little bit. We'll get that up. Uh, we have great guests lined up for the rest of the week as well. Make sure to stay tuned in. Until then, be your own voice of reason. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Everybody have a great Wednesday. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.